0: Welcome to The Gathering Place with Blessed Is She. I'm Jenna Gizar. And I'm Beth Davis. Pull up a chair and
1: grab a drink. Or you could just keep doing what you're doing. Pull up a chair in
0: your heart. (laughs) Come chat with us about Jesus, prayer, community, and life. So let's get started. Hey, Beth. Hey, Jenna. How's it going? Great. Couldn't be better. Beth, you sound a lot like me. No, that's
1: not accurate. Someone said that recently, though, and it's like, it's in my head now.
0: I just don't think we sound anything alike. No, I... But we must, if that person said it.
1: Do you think it matters that it was a man?
0: Yeah, they have weird (laughs) hearing. Males. (laughs) It's
1: gotta be that. Jenna, I have been thinking about this conversation that we had on Teachable Tuesday. I love Teachable Tuesday. I do too. Yeah, it's so fun. Okay, so after Teachable Tuesday, every week, we like hang out on Instagram because we're live on Facebook too. And YouTube. And we're now live on YouTube, (laughs) (laughs) streaming on three different devices. (laughs) So we hang out on Instagram and YouTube now after Teachable Tuesday for Q&A. It's just like a time to chat. We pray together, which I love. And people bring questions like anything, really, anything about faith, life. It's so cool. I'm still thinking about this question from maybe a week or so ago. Someone asked about gluttony. Yeah. yeah, And it sort of led to this really beautiful, honest discussion about how we try to satisfy ourselves, Mm -hmm. where we go for comfort. So I thought, I don't know. Maybe we could chat a little bit about that. We're chatting. <laughs> well, I thought you, in particular, had some really cool insights on that.
0: The people want to know all your thoughts, Jenna. I loved the question mm-hmm. because I do think it's so applicable to so many things in our lives, not just food.
1: I mean, you blew my mind. You were like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I do that, but with shopping. Or, right. I do that with... Wine. Yeah. 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 It was so honest. It was so real. I was grateful for that.
0: Yeah, I basically was trying to relate to this woman and really get into the root of the issue. I think with gluttony is that we're turning to other things besides the Lord. So I find myself throughout the day, if it's an especially hard day, thinking, when is the appropriate time for me to have a drink? Mm -hmm. When is it time that I'm allowed to do that in today's culture and society? I'm finding, especially... I just miscarried a few weeks ago. So especially just thinking, I want to fill this void with something. I Mm -hmm. want to numb myself in some way. And I want the evening to go faster or whatever. And again, I think we all have that thing that we turn to, whether it be hopping on your bed at the end of a long day and opening up your phone, whether it be opening up your computer and shopping and going on Amazon Prime, being like, I'm just going to buy myself something it's going to be here in two hours or whatever. So I think it's something, again, that really applies to every single person. We all have some sort of vice in that way. I guess just really considering what is it that I'm turning to or desiring to turn to every single day instead of the Lord. And I was just thinking recently when I was in the chapel a few weeks ago. This is before I miscarried. It was just so peaceful. It's a peace that you can't really describe You're just in there and it's just you and him. And it's just looking at each other, even though you don't have words, even if you feel like you can't hear anything, there's peace there. He is peace and you're able to just be in his presence. And so I was in there and I was just thinking, this is it. This is where I am filled up. This is where I am cared for. This is where all my voids are filled. This is where all my emptiness is filled. This is where all of my chaos is set to peace. This is everything. No amount of self-care or things that we itemize as self-care compares to sitting in front of the Lord and letting Him take care of you. This is the ultimate self-care. This is what you're looking for. Totally. I think you're really
1: onto something because... In Catholicism, a lot of times the emphasis is on the behavior. Mm -hmm. In like religion and Christianity in general, Mm -hmm. we tend to want to control behavior and Mm -hmm. think that that means we're on the right track. So we look at something like our vices, like we give up shopping for Lent, we give up ice cream for Lent, we give up the vice itself, but we don't fully examine the deeper motivation, Mm -hmm. the broken thing, the emptiness that we're trying to fill with these other things, even good things. Like ice cream isn't bad. It's not an objective evil, but it can be misused like anything. Wine is not bad. It's not objectively wrong to drink in moderation, but it can be misused. The same with our sexuality. Yeah, God-given, what a beautiful gift, but can be warped, misused. And it really comes down to motivation, it comes down to the posture
0: of the heart. I think it was just eye-opening to me to realize that I was even thinking about wanting that thing and how much I thought that would satiate me. And like you said, even wrong-ordered sexuality or vices in that realm, I can remember thinking, I can't wait until I can have that moment for me to even acknowledge that I was thinking that was huge. Yes. As opposed to just thinking it and glossing over that I thought of it. The recognition of, wait, why am I even thinking of that instead of wanting to feel completely satisfied in the Lord? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why that song by Upper Room was so touching to me. It's called You Satisfy, especially just in my life right now. He is the only thing that satisfies.
1: It's a deeper
0: satisfaction. Right. Right.
1: I keep coming back to ice cream. Full disclosure, I don't even particularly love ice cream, but it's an easy one for me. Mm. You want to treat yourself, you know? Almost like a reward for getting through the day. Yeah, Yeah. It's just, it makes you feel special. It makes you feel treated. It's something to look forward to. And so we try to satisfy that thing instead of bringing the much harder thing, the grief, the sadness, Mm -hmm. the longing to the Lord. Because I think, at least in my life, Even when I communicate those things to the Lord, my circumstances don't necessarily change. So the longing persists. Yeah. So we want to try to quell it, just feed it a little bit so the longing will decrease Mm -hmm. or so the sadness
0: will decrease just enough so that it's, quote, manageable. Right. And then it never becomes manageable. Right. It's not going to go away magically by us numbing things.
1: I'm reminded there's a phrase, an acronym. I heard it in Weight Watchers. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. So halt as in stop. So when you're like tempted to overeat, you halt, you stop and you ask yourself, am I hungry? Legitimately, you have needs, you have an appetite, you need to feed your body. Mm -hmm. Are you angry?
0: Are you actually lonely? Or are you tired? You know what I would add to that? Dehydrated.
1: Oh, that's a big Weight altered.
0: Halted. That-
1: <laughs> I love that, Jenna. We should tell them. Halted. That is a real one. In fact, they would recommend, and I've read this other places too, in terms of food, if you're trying to get control of an attachment to food or overeating, would be to drink a full glass of water before you eat. Mm-hmm. Because so often you're just thirsty. Yeah. The Lord. You're thirsty for the Lord. <sighs> Amen. Oh, man. I'm loving this water theme. Anyway, I think the acronym is helpful to train yourself to examine deeper motivations. So like you're saying, when you catch yourself like, I cannot wait for a glass of wine. To catch yourself thinking about that and to say, do I really want a glass of wine? Or is something going on that I could express to the Lord? Yeah. It's almost like a pressure cooker, right? We have these strong emotions and sometimes they're really like, subconscious or like subterranean. They're happening real low. We're not totally aware of them. Yeah. We can feel this pressure even in our bodies and we think I've got to do something to relieve the pressure, right. whatever that looks like. But I am finding that even just telling the Lord this is what's going on. Even if my circumstances don't change, even if nothing changes, I'm suddenly not alone in that anymore. I feel understood and heard. And just the simple act of expressing it, giving language to the longing or to the sadness, it's a powerful thing instead of, like you're saying, trying to numb out. I think I'm
0: scared that if I were to actually say that to the Lord, I wouldn't feel better. So I'll just not do it
1: you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then you will have opened up a can of worms. I've heard people say that, that the idea of going back and processing grief or trauma, or just even processing like a broken relationship, any kind of sadness or disappointment, that it will unleash all of this stuff in their life and they won't be able to cope. And I remember in my early 20s, I guess that was my late 20s, I went to counseling and I was so pro bringing everything to the Lord, working on your stuff, Mm. doing the work, healing. I was like, what are you guys talking about? Why are we sweeping stuff under the rug? It all Mm. bleeds out in all these different areas. And yeah, crazy anyway, like just do the work. And only recently, Jenna, literally, like maybe in the past week. For the first time, the Lord is bringing something up and I'm like, I do not want to go there. I thought we worked on this. It didn't work out the first time. I haven't had a lot of hope for healing. So I've been in sort of like an in-between of like, what do I do now? How do I deal with this without
0: unpacking all of my stuff? Mm -hmm. I do think this awareness is helpful in that I'm realizing how much I need to prioritize that time with the Lord over any other form of self care. For me to be able to say to Mike, not, hey, I'm going to run out to the store and again buy something, because that is one of my go tos is to buy something and I feel like I'm kind of filled up by that. But instead to say, hey, I'm going to run out and go to the chapel because I actually am going to be satisfied by what I find there. And I'm actually going to be loved on. Shopping doesn't love me back. Ice cream doesn't love me back. Wine doesn't love me back. Yeah. I'm not actually satisfied in any deep way by those things. I love that you said to prioritize prayer over self-care over like quote unquote self-care. The
1: things that normally make me feel better.
0: Because I think those things are important.
1: Having something to look forward to is important. Treating yourself is important. A massage, whatever your form of self-care. Yeah. Those things are important. You have to take care of yourself. You can't depend on other people to bring you joy or to make space or time for you in a way that really refreshes you. Only you and the Lord know what truly refreshes you. So I like that you said prioritize prayer because we're not saying down on self-care by any means, Yeah, but to recognize That prayer and connection with the Lord is the most satisfying, the ultimate satisfaction that we're looking for, the understanding that we're looking for. Even going to the phone to talk to a friend is not going to guarantee that you're going to be understood and and embraced, but the Lord, every time, understood and
0: embraced. You know the other thing about going to a friend on the phone? Eventually that phone call ends, and then you're kind of just feeling crappy again if something's weighing on you and you're talking about it.
1: So you're saying like the grace of being in God's presence is lasting yeah, and healing. And he's always there. He's the right here with you, God. Amen. <laughs> yeah, when we go to the chapel, we're in the Lord's presence, and then we leave, he doesn't stay in the chapel like, see you tomorrow. He's coming with us. Yeah.
0: But I do like what you said. It's not saying self-care needs to go out the window and only spending time with the Lord in the chapel. I do know that taking care of myself is for the best of my family. It's for the best of my husband, my work, my daily life. And I know that the Lord wants me to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. He wants me to treasure myself and honor myself and take care of the gift that he's given me.
1: Yes. Your body is a gift. We're soul and body. We're not disembodied
0: souls. We have to care for our bodies. I guess for me, the awareness is really helpful right now in my life, even realizing what I'm turning to, like as a real vice for comfort instead of the Lord.
1: I think that's enough for right now, you know, the awareness. I had a priest confessor once tell me in confession that he wanted me to do something that really refreshed me. Mm. And he specified, he clarified and said, this does not mean Netflix. This does not mean like watching a show and just like zoning out or like being on your phone. What truly refreshes you? Is it getting outside? Is it good spiritual reading? Is it coffee with a friend? To be really intentional about activities and people that are life-giving for you as opposed to what I think we sometimes equate with rest- Which is to like zone out. We're still being so drained. Like, I'm drained when I just scroll.
0: It's exhausting. That's not even a mental break. Outside is a big one for me Mm -hmm. when I'm feeling down, being in the sunshine. That's why I love Arizona. I'm in Phoenix. (laughs) Vitamin D. I need my vitamin D here. For
1: me, it's exercise. I know that I feel better, I sleep better, I think more clearly. My emotions are more stable if I'm exercising. Literally, even just a walk. It's not like I'm doing anything crazy. We talk all the time about Nike Run Club. Mm -hmm. And I love to be like, yeah, I'm going for a run, which I do run in the course of
0: the 30 minute thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but it's like a sprint or probably to a real runner. It's a jog, but I'm physically moving my body And even on that app, the way he talks about pumping your arms and driving your legs and talks about engaging your body as a machine, I'm not going and running over all of these things in my mind separate from my body moving on the treadmill. Does that make sense? totally. I'm going and I'm paying attention to my body and I'm talking to myself. He's big on that, talking to yourself. He calls me an athlete. It's the best pump up self-care I could do. It refreshes me. It doesn't exhaust me or wear me out, even if I start that way, like dragging my feet.
0: Yeah. So I think the point is to really reflect on what is it that is life-giving to us? Of course, the Lord, first and foremost. Yeah. And really prioritizing and recognizing He is the only thing that will ultimately satisfy our deepest desires and needs and wants. And then from there saying, what is it that the Lord has said on my heart that is really life-giving specifically to me? For you, it's exercise. For me, it's being outside, running around with my kids. I don't ever do that, but I know that that's life-giving to me.
1: I would emphasize when you're talking about prayer and prioritizing prayer, Mm. that can't just be in a time of grief or increased stress. No, I think sometimes we're turning to that, hoping this is the thing that's going to give us the hit, mm. like wine or ice cream, you know. Interesting, but yeah. it's harder to connect when you're For coming sure. in all wound up and stressed. So I would emphasize a regular daily practice of prayer because then in the middle of your stuff, now there's this steadiness, there's this anchor. And it's easier to plug back into God's presence, you don't have to spend as much time like warming up. Do you know what I mean? Getting comfy. It's not awkward. Like, hey, how have you been? It's just like, oh, God, dad, help. Yeah. You know?
0: There's already a baseline of a relationship. It's already a baseline of this is what's normal. And your faith increases. The more experiences you have of
1: God showing up Mm -hmm. and comforting you Mm -hmm. and speaking just the right word and giving you just the right scripture, you come to rely on it. You build the foundation that if I go to pray, God is going to show up. God is going to take care of me. God is going to say something to me. God is going to satisfy me.
0: I found myself doing that on healthier days of, I'd really like to get in the word and I've never felt that before. Like, it's always felt like a chore. And now it's like, I know he has something to say to me in there. Like, I want to get in it and see yeah. what he wants to say. Yeah, And that's such a cool like flip of my script in my head. It's huge that you said on your healthier days. I think it takes
1: establishing these kinds of routines in health in order to be able to rely on them in stress or crisis.
0: Yeah, I mean, I had a really great baseline with the Lord, I think before I miscarried. And it's taking a while to get back there. I'm feeling very like disjointed and not quite in that rhythm. But I have the faith. So I don't necessarily feel like he's not there. He is there. Yeah. We had this ongoing relationship. And even if it's taking me a while to get back to it, I'm not scared about that. Should we pray? Let's In the name of the
1: Father and of the Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus, you satisfy. You satisfy our hearts every time. So we turn to you again. Would you give us the grace to turn to you again and again and again. And we offer to you those little vices, those little comforts that hold us over. And we ask you, God, to come and to satisfy the deepest longings. Come and satisfy. Come and be with us in our grief, God. I thank you that you're always present, that you're always listening, that you're always available, and that you love us. We bless your name, Jesus. Thank you. In your name we pray.
0: Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Thanks for joining me, Beth. Have all, fun with Nike Run Club. Always a pleasure. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for gathering with us here on the Blessed Is She podcast.
1: Send over all your questions using the Anchor app.
0: We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us at blessedishe.net slash community and join us on all your favorite social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I love Twitter. Until next time.